Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. How is it going? Welcome to another episode of the Leo Alves podcast. And today's podcast episode, so podcast episode 101, I'm going to stick to what I usually do most of the time, which is just a solo podcast episode where I give you a few updates within my personal life and then I get stuck into more of the health and fitness related content. So just to get stuck into stuck straight into today's podcast episode, I wanted to say is I've had a friend stay with me over the last few days from London. He was visiting from London and you may or may not know I live in Lisbon. So he came to visit me in Portugal. It was his first time in Portugal, my good friend Hakeem. I think I've known him for about 10 years now. And yeah, we had fun. And I don't want to say I completely stopped working on Keros Online because I don't ever 100% take my foot off the gas, but I definitely took a step back over the last few days and, you know, really gave myself a mental break. And I, and this is something I really like to do because basically I was going to say you may or may not know, I don't think you would know, but how my routine works is usually, so for like a strong majority of the month, I go very hard on Keros Online and Keros Online is basically just me providing the best experience to my Keras Online members as possible, getting them the results they desire and creating content where I can to further educate you as well. So that's just something I, it's just like my focus 90% of the time throughout the month. And then the other 10% is other things like my own training and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, etc, etc. And that's basically where all my energy is it for a very long time. And then every f- once in a while, There'll be a few days where I like to just like sprinkle in that I'll just have like a complete break. And I find that that's just like the most sustainable approach for me because, you know, I can't just work for 100% of the time. I don't think anyone can and, you know, keep their sanity. So whilst Lekin came to visit me or Hakeem, I, that's when I scheduled my few days off and or my few days where I took my foot off the gas and maybe went like a lot less quote unquote hard as I usually would on KRS Online and, you know, just really enjoyed the time that I had with a a good friend who came to visit me in Portugal and um, just showed him around Lisbon, showed him around Portugal. We went to the most Western point of mainland Europe, which was really fun. We went to go and watch the Portugal national team play against Bosnia and Herzegovina. And that was really cool to see. And we were really close to the players as well. It's always cool to see a few legends in the flesh. And when I say legends, I especially mean Cristiano Ronaldo. And I don't know how familiar you are or aren't with football, but Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandes, Eden Dzeko, and a whole load of really awesome players were there as well. You know, Pepe. Pepe didn't play. He was on the bench, but I still saw him. Uh, Diogo Jota. Rafael Leão didn't play, unfortunately, but he was on the bench too. Juan Felix played. And yeah, just basically just really awesome players. Juan Cancelo as well that I had the privilege to see with Lekin. And honestly, we had so much fun. The atmosphere in the stadium was amazing. It was just a, an awesome day out. Lekin, he made friends with the person sitting next to us and it was only at the end did he realise, I realised this from the start, but did he realise that it was a a Bosnia supporter and uh, like he was celebrating the goals with him or at least trying to throughout the match and now he was like, oh, that makes sense. Well, they didn't look as, why they didn't look as enthusiastic as me, which I I found quite funny. Uh, But yeah, it was really fun. Tickets only cost £17 each or if you're in Portugal or within the EU, I should say about 20 euros each, which is probably about $20 each right now. So very, very good price. And the reason why I say is that that's a good price is because in like England, for example, I feel like they really take advantage of football fans and they charge an extortionate amount for fans to go and see their team play. Whereas in Portugal, you know, it depends on who's playing and the clubs, etc. But it's definitely number one, no, in there is expensive. Obviously, I know the Portuguese league isn't as good as the Premier League, for example, but 
it's still nice how they're not overpricing fans, number one. But then when the national team comes to play as well, which is very high quality, they still have tickets at a very reasonable price. And often it's just 20 euros. I even brought my tickets to go and see Portugal against Iceland here in Lisbon in October or November. So I already got that prepared. And you might be thinking that's quite early to book tickets now, but they do sell out quite fast. Uh, But anyway, enough about football and my time with Lekin, which again, I very much enjoyed. And honestly, I appreciate him coming to visit and I hope he had fun as well. And uh, the next personal life update that I had was the fact that I will be looking to enter my first Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition, potentially in October. That's something I've been meaning to do, like do my first competition, not too soon as I only started in February and I do not feel like I would be ready to go into a competition right now. Or, you know, I could, but I doubt I'd perform very well. And on that note, my objective isn't to go and win. It's just to, I think, get the experience first because I'm still a white belt. And I have heard if you do your first competition, maybe when you're a blue belt, for example, there's a lot more pressure. So better for me to experience it now. Um, And on that note, I am looking forward to it i don't know any any specifics yet i don't know which specific day it is in october and from now until then i'm gonna just keep being as consistent as i can be with both my brazilian jiu-jitsu training which is my priority right now ahead of me training at the gym but be consistent with my gym training as well because obviously it's going to help both my jiu-jitsu and just my everyday quality of life but yeah definitely jiu-jitsu is the priority right now and uh, the competition will be either at an 84 kg weight so there's there's ranges it can be i think 81 to 85 or 75 to 80 so or 76 to 80 something like that and i'd rather be near the upper end so either 79 kg or 84 kg and right now i'm 84 kg or just over and i'm thinking i would actually quite like to enter at 79 kg i'll make a solid decision the word was like running away from me for a second a solid decision which is what i wanted to say or a final decision actually closer to the time but yeah, on that note, I'm thinking of even like documenting like a, a weight loss series over on my Instagram. If you don't follow me yet, then please do at Leo Alves PT on Instagram, potentially even put it on TikTok, which is the same handle and just show you basically how I go from 84 kg down to 79, like what I do on a day to day basis, which changes I make, where I put my focus towards and uh, what my nutrition habits are like. And I think just me vlogging that or or yeah, documenting that could be quite good for you to see as well. So if you are interested in watching me do that, then do send over a message letting me know because I'm not 100% about me documenting it yet because I did document a weight loss vlog series last year, which if you haven't watched it, do go and check it out over on YouTube. But yeah, if you are interested in seeing me do this specifically for the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition this time, then yeah, do send over a message and I will take that into account. And then obviously the more people that are interested, the more likely I will be going ahead with documenting it. So yeah, that's something I'm very much excited for. If I do decide to enter at 84 kg, then obviously there's not going to be any weight loss vlog series, but I doubt it. I think 79 could be quite a good idea, depending how my time in London goes, because I would like to start preparation now, but I'm going to London in July for about a month. So I can only start preparation properly when I get back because my routine in London is not going to be as consistent as I'd like it to be as I'm going to be, and I'm not even in London, in England, I'm going to be on the move quite a bit in England. So it's not like I can be in a consistent routine, which, and as someone who loves routine, uh, that's not ideal for me, but yeah. Anyway, enough about my personal life now. Let's get stuck into more of the specific health and fitness topics. So the first question that I actually thought could be quite good to go over was something I've been asked about recently. Should I sleep or should I train? So that's the question. 
And this person is basically undecided whether or not they should get their early morning workout in or sacrifice an hour and a half of sleep and have their... So basically, let me rephrase that. This person, they don't know if they should sacrifice an hour and a half of sleep and get the workout in or get that extra hour and a half of sleep and skip the workout. So I'm going to, obviously I gave that person that specific response because I knew the context surrounding that person's life, but there's not like a one answer for this. Like it's going to depend on the life of the individual. And you know, that's sometimes the boring answer for people to hear, but often it does depend. And I'll tell you why it depends because there's two potential answers for this. Generally speaking is number one, are you someone, so if this is something you're going through right now and you're unsure what to do, are you someone who is very consistent with their workouts and you're working out maybe several times a week. And if that's you, then I would say get the extra sleep because sometimes an hour and a half, two hours extra of sleep can make a massive difference into how you're going to feel the following day. So in that case, again, if you are very consistent with your workouts, I would opt for the extra sleep if you're not going to get that much as it is. Whereas on the other hand, if you are someone who's maybe very inconsistent with working out, and you haven't worked out much recently, maybe you haven't been for a while, then I would say, you know what, maybe do wake up an hour and a half, two hours earlier and do get that workout in because it's probably necessary considering how inconsistent you've been. It's pretty much as straightforward as that. I'm not going to overcomplicate that answer beyond it. So yeah, if you're very consistent with working out, then go for the extra sleep. If you are very inconsistent with working out, then you're going to have to sacrifice the sleep. And that's pretty much how you would answer that question. Generally speaking, it might maybe vary on more of an individual level. But yeah, that's a, a pretty good response, I'd say. The the second question I'd been asked recently was how do I reduce my blood pressure? And the reason why, so not my own blood pressure, someone came up to me asking me how they could reduce their own blood pressure because they did a blood pressure test and it came back with high blood pressure. And naturally it worried them a bit. I will answer this question, but I'm going to answer it differently because number one, I do want to emphasize I am not a doctor. I do not want you to take what I'm about to say is gospel. What I'm about to say is what worked for me because I had high blood pressure when I think I was probably about 23. I was doing a bulk. It it didn't go very well. It was my first ever attempt at a proper bulk. And I think I gained an unnecessary amount of fat. But, you know, mistakes were learned at the time. Like mistakes were made and therefore learned from at the time. So, you know, I I don't regret anything. It was a a good learning curve. And by the end of it, I, I did make a tremendous amount of progress. But yeah, because of me being at the peak of my bulk and gaining an unnecessary amount of fat, I also had high blood pressure at the time. So what I'm going to tell you is what I did to reduce my own blood pressure. And that's it. I'm not going to tell you how to reduce yours because again, everyone is different. I'm not a doctor. There could be specific things that you may or may not need to focus on. And again, that's out of my realm. So this isn't an answer for you. I'm just going to tell you what I did to reduce my own blood pressure. So what I did to reduce my own blood pressure and and get it in a healthy range again was I basically stayed consistent with healthy habits. And that might not be the answer you wanted to hear, but it's what I did. I, first of all, obviously prioritize losing fat because again, I did gain an unnecessary amount. I'm about five foot 10 and I think I got up to like over 90 kg. It was like 92 kg, which is heavy for me. So I I made sure I was in a calorie deficit, started working on fat loss. And you know, that might not necessarily have been the only factor in isolation that lowered my blood pressure because I did it uh, simultaneously with a lot of other positive habits that I was also implementing at the time. I was ensuring that I was walking frequently. I was definitely getting minimum 10,000 steps at the time every single day. 
I prioritized my fruit, my vegetables, my protein intake was continuously higher. I think I was getting about 180 grams of protein. On average, I would say almost every day, I was very consistent with my protein intake and I was resistance training about four or five times weekly. I think at the time it was five times weekly. Not to say, you you know, if someone's trying to lower their own blood pressure, they don't have to train that frequently. But again, that's what I did. So yeah, I was very consistent with my resistance training, did low intensity steady state cardio when I could. And that's basically it. So again, I know it's not the sexiest of answers ever, but that's exactly what I did to lower my blood pressure and get it within a healthy range, which did work. So to summarize that, I focused on reducing my body weight, which I successfully did. I think I lost about 15 kg in total. I prioritized my walking, I prioritized my fruits and vegetables, I prioritized my protein intake, and I stayed consistent with my resistance training, and I almost forgot to mention, but this is very important as well, I stayed very, uh, I stayed hydrated, not dehydrated, I was going to say I stayed dehydrated, no, I stayed hydrated, and I stayed on top of my water intake, which is also very important, and on that note, I do feel like water intake, and this is just between me and you, and this is actually maybe a mistake you've been guilty of in the past. I certainly was when I first started out, or maybe you're guilty of it now. I feel like so many people, when they're looking to embark on a new health and fitness journey, they're looking for tips, tricks, tactics, new supplements, this fat burning pill, whatever it might be. And I've always noticed that sometimes it's the lowest barrier health habits that are chronically neglected because everyone is looking for this like just brand new mind blowing thing. And Again, what what I mean by the the lowest barrier health habit that you could even implement from right now, in fact, is drinking more water. I feel like so many people overlook things as simple as that because truth be told, it's probably just not sexy enough. So if you're struggling with your health and fitness right now, you don't know where to start, you're consistently getting overwhelmed and you just find you're inconsistent and maybe give up often because of that, start by drinking more water. Don't overcomplicate this stuff. Sometimes it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. So yeah, do prioritize drinking more water because I have worked with a a lot of members online now, loads of Carious Online members and frequently when I do get a brand new member, I do often notice that they come to me more often than not, this isn't to say it's 100% of the time, but more often than not, they're just not drinking enough water and increasing our water intake is one of the first things I look at doing. Anyway, that is uh, just, I went on quite a tangent there. So yeah, that is what I did to reduce my blood pressure and that worked for me. Again, what you need to do for yourself specifically might be different. If you are worried about your blood pressure, then I would recommend going to see a doctor at the end of the day, uh, because again, everyone could be different. Uh, but yeah, that that's what I did for myself and that's eventually what helped me lower my own blood pressure. Anyway, onto the final point that I wanted to speak about on today's podcast episode was a tweet that I saw recently from Mr. Beast. And you might know what I'm about to speak about because I did make a, a reel on this recently, but I just thought this was such a good tweet to see because Mr. Beast, you may or may not know who he is, even if you've never seen a video of his. And I'm going to be honest, I've never seen a YouTube video of Mr. Beast. I've seen a bunch of his TikToks and I've seen, uh, yeah, so like a bunch of his reels, but I've never seen like a long form YouTube video, but I am very aware of the type of content he makes and I know he has a massive following. And this isn't to say I'm against watching his YouTube videos. Like I know he makes good content, which is why he's as big as he is. I guess it's just something I've never gotten around to doing. Like I, I would happily do it. But anyway, he recently tweeted and I'm gonna say it word for word. I've been lifting religiously for 10 months with a trainer, 12K steps a day, good sleep, good diet, and I've gone from obese to just lean. I have a newfound respect for jack people. This takes forever. And then 
Under that, he responds to his own tweet saying, I was 40% plus body fat and now I'm 20% body fat. Give me six more months and I should be able to share some sick before and after pics. And the reason why I love this tweet is because, number one, this is Mr. Beast we're talking about. You know, he is well off. He's going to have access to the best resources, the best trainers, maybe the best chefs, the best workout plans, the best whatever it is you have in mind, you name it, he's likely going to have the best version of it because he can afford it. So that's number one. Number two, even with him having the best everything, it's taken him 10 months. And the reason why I want to bring this up is because, yeah, he's made tremendous progress in that time, but it's so interesting how you, you get frustrated just because you didn't get to where you wanted to be in five weeks. Even though this guy over here, he's given himself 10 months with access to the best out there uh, because he knows this takes time. Like, don't get me wrong, again, he's made tremendous progress um, until now, but I love how he gives himself an extra si uh, six months. He didn't give himself an extra six weeks as well. He said he wants sick before and after photos, so he's gonna give himself, uh, himself an extra six months. I love that. See how he didn't give himself an extra six weeks? That is the issue many people have, potentially yourself included. You give yourself such unrealistic timelines for change and you put an immense amount of, your, of pressure on yourself because of that. And often this does cause you to give up because you just feel like you're not doing well enough when oftentimes you're doing everything right. It's just you've created this arbitrary pressure that wasn't necessary in the first place. And now because of that arbitrary pressure that didn't need to be there, you end up giving up. Whereas you are actually doing very well. And if you had given yourself maybe 10 months, 12 months, 14 months, just like Mr. Beast did, then I'm sure you would have made a tremendous amount of progress too, even with or without, you know, maybe access to elite resources. Like at the end of the day, I don't even want someone to use maybe not having access to the quote unquote best things out there like Mr. Beast may have, because at the end of the day, you can still make tremendous amounts of progress even with like just access to basic things. People are doing it. Well, I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. People are doing it every day. So I'm sure you can do it too. Obviously it's contextual and you know, everyone has their own challenges, but generally speaking, and I'm speaking about timelines here specifically, give yourself a sufficient amount of time. And one thing I always like to say is, Whatever it is that you want to achieve, just tell yourself it's going to take one year. Because when you tell yourself you're going to take one year, you remove any sort of arbitrary pressure that you are potentially going to put on yourself. And you give your body or you give yourself a very reasonable amount of time to undergo a physical transformation. And you might hear that and think, oh, Leo, I don't have a year, I want it now. And to that I say, you have to think, first of all, how long did it take for you to get to where you are right now? It didn't take a year. Chances are it could have taken several years. It might have even taken maybe up to a decade, depending on your age. So you have to remember, a year is actually quite a good amount of time, maybe considering how long maybe you've been neglecting your health and fitness. So that's number one. And number two, when you, yeah, again... I don't think there was a number two. Or if there was, I can't remember what I was going to say. Anyway, I think that's a sign that I'm going to leave it there for today's podcast episode. I do hope you found it helpful. And uh, basically, if you've got any questions on the back of this, do fire them over to me on social media or email them to me, leo at keros.online. I always love hearing from you. And uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to just leave it there. Have a lovely day.
That wraps it up for another episode of the Leo Alves podcast. I do hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you did, then please do consider sharing it with your friends, family, group chat, or even anyone else who you know could be interested in listening to that episode. Otherwise, if you haven't already, then please do leave a five-star review on whichever platform you are listening to this on. And remember, all the relevant links, such as the inquiry form to potentially become a Keros Online member, my social media handles, a free fat loss guide, and a free workout plan are all also found in the show notes of this podcast episode as well. Otherwise, take care and I'll see you around.